Hey guys, welcome back to the Garden of the Mind Audio Logs, a podcast about a podcast inside of a podcast talking about podcasts. Follow us along here while we create the Garden of the Mind. Did you ever grow anything in a vegetable garden or a flower garden? Do you ever grow anything in the garden of your mind? I'm your captain, Dean Yoakum. Let's go take a walk through the garden. Garden of the Mind. Audio logs for March 26th, 2020. Hey guys, welcome back. So I'm just going to do a quick intro slash cold open, whatever the fuck you want to call it, because last night me and Mike set up and recorded our first call that we're going to start doing now that was kind of inspired by the global lockdown and the fact that we have to do our social distancing. So... I just wanted to let you know that that's what you guys are going to get. It was a fairly long conversation, and the call was mainly put together so Mike could explain to me what he was working on in the background for our website, moving our domain off of Squarespace and getting everything solely proprietary for us to own everything and not have our hands get dipped into anything where we can kind of just host everything ourselves. So that was what it was about. Uh, It got delayed because of a phone call that I had to have with Orbitz getting my money back for the Japan trip that I kind of mentioned in the last episode. So with no further ado, let's go ahead and dive right into that for you guys. All right, mine's recording. Yours is recording right, too. Yeah, it's recording. So, so is it on your quick. phone then? Um, the phone, the call is on my phone. Yes, but oh, okay. um, I'm just recording myself in Cubase, which is why I think we had that uh, weird uh, little hiccup because I had the app open. I called you from my phone, but it, I think it just it was hijacked on the desktop app too right so are you still on the desktop app then i don't know if a screen share would work that well on the phone um i let me open it back up real quick and see if it hopefully i don't lose the connection with you um can you still hear me yeah i can still hear you cool yeah then yeah i'm on the um i'm on the desktop app now too hold on all right Let me try the screen now share. Now you're gone. Oh, now I can hear. Dang it! Now I can hear you. Like, can you? Hear it's me? your desktop mic now. Because now I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! This is weird. It lo- I can see that I'm talking, but I can't hear anything because of fucking Cubase. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear me? I I see you. I see you typing. Nice. <laughs> this is fucking retarded. Stupid Cubase. I never had a chance to look and see if I can figure out how to get it to not hijack that shit. All right. Uh, let me close the desktop app and see if I can get you back. Can you hear me? 
Yep, now you're back on your shitty phone quality. <laughs> when you switched to the desktop, <laughs> it sounded so much better. <laughs> nice. That's fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> yeah, that really um, sucks that Cubase is like hijacking everything. Yeah, dude, because it would make it so much. So, are, cause are you, how is it working with uh, Ableton on your side? Yeah, Ableton is fine. It doesn't do that. So, but are you able to record me coming through, or you're just no? Recording that, I can't do that with Ableton. Yeah, okay, I didn't think so. That would require the oh. physical loop back. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, um, I guess let's uh, just dive into it. Um, I guess I, one thing I'll uh, give you a little uh, background on what just fucking happened to us. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted and to hear why, about that. Why this fucking got delayed? <coughs> this little the call because we were supposed to call at seven o'clock, and then it's eight thirty for those of you listening to this in the podcast land days in the future. Um, yeah. Uh, so right before I was gonna come down, when uh, you messaged me that your power got back on uh orbits called us back i didn't even know that she had called them and she had been on hold for about four hours and they did the whole callback thing and they called us right back right then right as i was leaving and i was like um i kind of want to hang around for this which at the end of the story i'm very glad that i did um and so you got on just, the callback list where yeah. you're like kind of on hold but not on the phone until they call right. you right Exactly. Yeah. So you don't have to like waste your time sitting there <laughs> right. listening to shitty ass music. <laughs> Terrible. Um, yeah. Horrible. It's worse than elevator music. Uh, the first time we called, they had a playlist going about like uh, every song. It uh, had something to do with flying. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and then it, and then it just cut off and started doing shitty elevator music. I was like, can we go back to the shitty flying songs? It was <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> they might not have been good songs, but they're better than this. But anyways, I digress. I believe uh, I can fly. <laughs> that was one of them. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't you can't have a flying playlist and not have that song on it. Yeah, exactly, man. Um, so anyway, uh, they call us back, and we get this person, and they completely sound like a new. Because I and I can guarantee you, they're hiring all kinds of new people to field these calls right now because of how many calls they're getting because of COVID. So. Uh, and the reason that uh, Jay had called them in the first place is because we had called on St. Patrick's Day on the 17th, uh, last Tuesday, to cancel. And we got through it all. They canceled our flight uh, and gave us a the, – we – they were gonna. They want orbits. If we canceled it for money back, they wanted to charge us two hundred dollars per ticket for the like. It was five hundred and seventy dollars per ticket, and they wanted to take two hundred dollars out of that for a cancellation fee. And we're like, uh, no. And so they said that the only way we can get all of our money back is if we get credit for the airline, right? And so that like that's cool. We get all our money back, but we're stuck with the airline that uh, we have, which is a Taiwanese airline uh, called Eva Air. And so we would have had to use their service. Service, and we we're like, well, we'd rather have all our money back. So we went ahead with that. And then we never, they were like, we're going to send you an email confirmation letting you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. And so we got off the phone, never got a confirmation. Uh -huh. And then today, uh, Jay got an email because this was all through her accounts and stuff. And so she got the email ask from Orbitz asking us to rate our uh, service with them and how, asked us how our flight was. And she's like, wait. No, no, no. <laughs> and so One we star. call him back. 
Yeah, exactly. We call them back, and they fucking go in this loop circle like we're actually calling for the first time trying to cancel a flight that happened on Saturday of last this past weekend. It's like, the flight's over and done with. How are we going to cancel something that doesn't exist? Right. And, uh, and so we just keep getting put on hold and hold, and at this point, she was on the phone, and then... I'm just in the background getting frustrated listening to her keep coming on and putting us in this circle. But I've also, I also used to work a call center and have been trained to do what this person was doing. And literally they were trained to, to, because you, like I said, she was definitely very new to the job. Uh, was it like completely she was doing like full on verbatim script? Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and each time saying the same thing and I'm just going to put you on hold while I'm researching this and then comes back, asks Uh. us what our phone number is for verification. And so literally I know what she was doing being so brand new and in the middle of a global crisis that they are being that their company is being affected the most by really because the airline companies are getting hit the hardest with this right now. Oh my God. Yeah. I would hate to be in that call center. Yeah. I told her that I would too. I was like, I really understand. I, I hate to be doing this to you right now, but I, and I understand where you're coming from, and I really wouldn't want to be in your shoes in the middle of this global pandemic right now. And uh, and so she she's literally being new to this, getting trained, and I guarantee her one prerogative is to get to us to not escalate to her supervisor because the supervisors are <laughs> swamped right now. Yeah. And uh, they're only taking, like, massive escalations if the, it cannot be avoided, right? And so... I know this is going on, but Jay's just like being nice and like, okay, and not asking questions and pushing back. And so I finally got frustrated enough that I took the phone. And when she came back, I was like, hi, and introduced myself and like pretty much demanded uh, her to tell me if she has documentation of our call on the 17th. Well, she couldn't answer that question and and folded and said that she's going to give us a full refund. And so it just took us forever because she just kept going through this loop. But at the end of the, the day, I ended up getting all of our money back. Um, nice. So, nice. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was so you it, got it was did good you get refunded like uh and it wasn't even an airline credit it was just a full on uh chargeback Yep, correct. Yeah, so it's getting fully yeah. charged back to to the credit card. It, because of it, it's going to uh, because of everything that's going on, it's going to take about eight weeks to process. Um, but we did get an email confirmation this time, letting us know that it's going through. So, damn. Hopefully, you don't have to make another phone call eight weeks from now. <laughs> When it doesn't come yeah, in. Exactly, dude. That was <laughs> that was what I told her because uh, at first I made her send the email twice because it wasn't coming through in the inbox. And I oh. told her I was just like I was at the end. I was just like, I'm sorry, but um, I, I'm I really don't trust in at this point that, that we're gonna have this until I have something in writing. So I'm I would really like to stay on the line until I receive this email. Uh, and then it just, it's just so she's like, okay, we, I can hold. And so I sat there for a little bit. No email came through. And then I'm like, hey, Mercy, which is what the representative's name was. And I was like, hey, Mercy, uh, would you mind actually just sending another email? Because I don't really have faith that this is coming through. I'm not seeing it. And it should have came through by now. So she says she sends another one. And then I wait more. No. And she's, you could tell at this point she's getting impatient and wants to get off the phone. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, but you just had us on hold for 
we're over an hour and a half. Um, you can hold for us for a couple more minutes. I do appreciate this. <laughs> and uh, I just don't have, you can understand how I don't have faith seeing as this is the second time that I've called you guys and we didn't receive our refund the last time. Yeah. And so I, I really am not getting off the phone until uh, I get something in writing. And then more time goes by, and I kind of just get tired of sitting there on the phone with her at this, this point. And so she, she, I, I go back, and I'm like, it's not coming through. Is there some kind of – and I get her to give me a confirmation number at least and write that down. Then I get off the – <laughs> she asks if there's anything else I could that she could help me with, and I was just like, mm, I, I believe that there's uh, nothing else that you're able or capable of doing right now, so <laughs> we can get off the phone. <laughs> oh my god so you chastised her at the end of that hulk thing <laughs> yeah and but 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 i was the nicest asshole that you you will ever meet because i i i told her that like i said i i don't want to be in her shoes and i'm sorry that i have to do this to her but i really appreciate everything that she's doing and i hope that everything goes smoothly for her um but yeah you're everything that you're capable of doing right now is done yeah and so goodbye <laughs> that's fair obviously she well you said uh, she's obviously new so she couldn't really handle it appropriately yeah. and i wasn't about to get escalated to the supervisor because yeah. some email wasn't coming through I, I, they have better bigger fish to fry um i got her to give me a confirmation confirmation number that would have got me somewhere if i would have had a call back um and then i i demanded that she notate my account <laughs> nice but it's just like i it would like to go i i get why we have to go through it too man and and i i also understand what like with the from the airlines perspective and orbit's perspective right now they're they're taking a massive hit like like if you compare this like uh, to the bailout of the banks back in 2008 like 100% the banks put us in that scenario they shouldn't have deserved to get bailed out right now the, what's going on with these businesses that are all about to receive the, the biggest bailout in US history of the trillion dollars that Congress just passed this morning as of uh, March 25th 2020 uh they they kind of deserve these bailouts because it wasn't their bad business that put us in this scenario that has crashed the economy. It's 100% an unprecedented event that is on a global scale at this point, and nobody could have foreseen this or calculated that this was going to happen to this extent, right? So I would agree, I, but I, I would at the same time say there's... <clears throat> I've heard the argument that regardless, if you are a company that could... You know, if there is unforeseen circumstances like this, that, you know, a good defense against that is to have a rainy day fund or something like that. And it's just a better financial management strategy to have something yes like that no. in your back pocket. <laughs> Correct. But they have. A, so I follow economics very closely, and this has been a hot topic of debate right now, and uh, because that's what they tell us to do, right? We, we're supposed to, as individuals, have that rainy day fund. Well, the reason why they don't is because they constantly have the banks backing them, and they have, they have that rainy day fund on an everyday basis. But right now, that rainy day fund cannot keep up with this demand from all of the companies doing it at the same time. So... It's it's literally that. So they they do have that. It's just not something well, that is the way you said it. The banks theirs. have that, right? Which is exactly. what they've done right now is the bailout. 
Yeah, exactly. And 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 I one hundred percent. Literally, I work in a company that services the banks and how they fucked us over on countless occasions. And I give you your money back because the banks fucked us over, <laughs> right? So I understand, and I one hundred percent think the banks should suffer through this again. But it, the businesses that are serving us. Like, I think the airlines deserve somewhat of a hit from this because they have gotten way too big for their britches um, in the past, like, five to ten years. And, the, like, the way that they have cut costs and, and really fucked over the consumer and made themselves more profitable on top of colluding with each other to raise prices, which is another class action lawsuit that I my company is dealing with. So, it, yeah, they, the, the airline companies deserve some of this, but we can't let them completely suffer because at that point we will suffer because then who is going to – you're not going to have – if all of them suffer like the way that they're about to suffer, you're not going to have any of them around for us to actually go and take our vacations <clears throat> to Japan. Right. right? Well, and, and true and true. And there is a, there are a lot of stipulations to what it would mean for to let something like that go under. But at the same time, right. it's also not fair to the millions of well, not millions, but the large number of businesses that are literally no longer exist. There's a lot of businesses that don't even exist anymore. They don't get a bailout. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I think that those are the businesses that should be precedented first in all of this, in my opinion. The the small businesses, we should be helping them out right now because they're the ones that are going to hurt. Because your corporations like Amazon, Walmart, and all these, they're only going to benefit from this, and they are benefiting from this. They're hiring more people right now, if that tells you something. Yeah, there's been a huge spike in especially like retail-type stuff right now. I mean, people are just snatching everything up they possibly can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 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 companies that I honestly deserve the bailout the most are the fucking toilet paper companies because oh they, their economics <laughs> do not they do they don't compute for this. They are a steady state uh, manufacturing firm, right? They they what they produce is directly correlated to the amount of people in the population right now. And right <laughs> now, what we've done is a spike to that industry that it cannot be accounted for, has never been seen before by that industry, and they've never felt it. And what they're about to feel is the massive drop off because people have enough toilet paper to last them for a fucking year. Yeah, and so what, they're not going to be buying. Yeah. It's like how did how did it collectively it was it I always I wonder it was it collectively all of a sudden literally everyone thought that was the most important resource to buy no, you know why, or right? was it like somebody like a small group of people were like oh my god we need to like you need toilet paper now it's going to run no, out and then it's that just literally spread like wildfire Yeah no it's literally traced back to China um, and what happened in the Wuhan crisis when they shot down, shut down Wuhan, that was the first uh, daily amenity to go that they were not able to get their hands on. That's so and weird. And so the media, yeah, the media grabbed hold of that. And because the media grabbed hold of that, everybody heard that, oh, shit, toilet paper is not going to, we're not going to be able to have toilet paper if we get locked down. Oh, shit, we're getting locked down. We need to buy toilet paper. And so that's, that's literally what happened. And so it's become a fucking global meme now. And it's not, <laughs> when, when, to be 100% honest, you're, you're, your toilet is probably right next to a tub. <laughs> you don't need paper to fucking clean your ass. Sorry. Remember the, <laughs> the a, lot, a little or whatever. More, I could, 
Yeah, exactly. You can go to fucking Home Depot and get a fucking sink squirter and a, a T-pipe and fucking sink that right up to your fucking toilet, and then you got yourself a fucking boudet to wipe your fucking ass with. You don't need any toilet paper. So, yeah, it's just... It's just lack of intelligence on the American people's part, which has spread around the world at this point. So it's just it's just people panicking and rightfully so. We've never dealt with anything like this in our lifetime. Our parents have never dealt with anything like this in yeah. a, their lifetime. So what what do you expect, right? So I, we should definitely it, it, it at really, least hopefully at the end of the day we recognize what happened here. And if it does happen in the future, even if it happens like a hundred years from now, I mean that the world will be a mm-hmm. hell of a lot different. But right. I mean, you could still learn from the things that are happening now. Agree, and hopefully we learn enough to make our uh, bodies non-biological anymore, and we become cyborgs, and then we oh, don't well, have to deal no, with that's, viruses. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah that just goes without saying man it's just it might not be a hundred years from now it's the dark future <laughs> i mean the future is always dark <laughs> right on man well hell yeah so what was it that you actually wanted to get this uh did you just do something whoa dude you sound different no what ended up happening is uh the your guy mic that we sounds different yeah, because this guy's trying to call me on Facebook Messenger right now. Oh. You sounded different, too. You are you got a lot more clear. That was weird, man. That's... Yeah. You, you did, too. I, you I, also got a lot more clear. That's fucking crazy. Fucking that doesn't Facebook make any Messenger. fucking sense. It, what it makes more sense is that it... it what makes sense is that it, Facebook Messenger just hijacked the microphone. That's what it sounds and like. Yeah, and then what it did is, is Facebook Messenger has way more of a uh, – it has better quality in its VOIP, right? So that's, that's the weird. Only I can't thing imagine that, I can that it that like Discord would all of a sudden go through the Facebook network and then back through Discord. That sounds weird. Yeah, it does. But I don't know that. Just but yeah, something definitely happened. So. And that was uh, yeah, because and it happened exactly when he called us because I because Jay's updating him right now. That's about fucking what bizarre. I did. Yeah, and so um, well, I guess along the same lines, I was gonna ask: Do you have like a laptop that you could do the that you could be on? I feel like the phone isn't gonna be good if I was sharing my screen for the file share. Um, yeah, give me a second and I will uh, grab it out and boot it up. All right. Is your phone just on speakerphone or what? Um, no, I, it, I have uh, my Bluetooth headphones. Mm, nice. But, but, um, at, at the beginning, I, did, I thought it was the Bluetooth that wasn't working. So, oh, well, that's understandable. Yeah, so I got the cord and plugged the cord in. Two factor authentication. I can talk. I fucking hate two. I I get and I understand two factor authentication, but I fucking hate it. Yeah, I do too. Same man. Those are my same sentiments. I fucking hate having to do it every single goddamn time. Yeah. 
but it's like, it do I really have to enter the stupid necessary. code that you need to send me? Do I really have to go log into like other things to log into your thing? I fucking hate you. <laughs> okay. I should be able to. Yeah, buddy. Cord is long enough if I can get it to unwind. So. This is cool, though, if we get, like, the recording situation good. Like, this is actually, like, a good way to record. Yeah, man, I 100% agree, because uh, right now I'm just, like, walking. I'm like a fucking rock star walking my mic around my room right now. I'm going from one one, one dual monitor setup to another. Oh, my God, with the microphone and everything. <laughs> with, with the fucking mic in hand. Yeah. <laughs> all right so let's see oh shit i got an idea hold on hold on holding <laughs> sorry guys this part of the recording is going to be a little weird on my side of things because i'm not technically by my microphone it's going right. to sound like shit that's what that means so you're gonna, I'm gonna sound like I'm off in the distance yelling at you. All right, let's see. <clears throat> we should try. Also, I have a. Uh, oh, now it says you're muted. I don't know if you can hear me or not. But we I should. Uh, I have. I think it was my. Uh, what's it called? Can you hear me? Oh yeah, now I can hear you. It, so it sounds better. Here. I bet. I, I, it's like this is what I used for my, like they paid for this. I didn't pay for it. <laughs> so yeah, because now I'm on my other computer, so I can, I nice. I'm recording Cubase on my desktop, and then I'm over here at my laptop. So you can go ahead and do perfect screen share. All right, let's do this. Um, so here we go. All right, nice. We got the wall of mirrors Whoa, effect going. Yeah, you do. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I love that effect. Um, okay. <laughs> so, so basically, I just wanted to go over, I guess, some things that I've been working on for the site. Okay. So I created a new. I so the first thing that I did was I redid, I rebuilt the server, the Nellroom.net right. server. Right. Right. Um, so it's running Debian now, and I remember I had, like, those uh, project tracker websites that I showed you that we yeah. were going to track, like, the uh The, the one project that you had on. to get me to have the password and sign up and everything for, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I those are gone now. <laughs> I don't have those anymore. <laughs> They're gone. Oh. Well. So I just I changed. I basically moved what I did in there into uh, into Airtable. Oh, nice. So we'll just manage those projects in Airtable because that's yeah. a much better way to do it. It's a great because interface. Airtable kicks ass, dude. Yeah. Airtable is the best. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, dude. We'll, we'll, once we can get some revenue going, we'll pay for their services because I bet it gets even better. So, dude, it's yeah, like I and I'd be happy to. I would like to actually give like I, 
Yeah. I, anytime I find a product or something that I just love, even if it's free, like I find myself wanting to give them money because yep. I just want them to stay around. hundred percent, man. That's exactly my philosophy with all this too. And that maybe the two of us can create something that gives people value that we make so much free shit that they want to throw us money because that would like be amazing. Us. That's that's who knows that that could be the site that we're making. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. So, so dive in tell me what's up. All right. So, so, uh, yeah, I did redid the server and I got, I got it set up with a backup plan. So, nice. um, <clears throat> I have, let me, let me go here. Some, some disaster recoveries. Just in case. Yeah, it's super, it's it's really good. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> this, is not, this is not easy right now. <laughs> yeah, I, you got a mic in front of your face. I'm doing the same thing right now, too. I'm yeah, just, the I'm, mic is in front of my face, so the screen is not that visible. Yeah. And I'm using my, like, really miniature keyboard, and it's oh yeah off to the side and shit. I feel you, man. I'm, like, kind of in the middle. Whoa, that's kind of cool little loading screen. Nice. All right, so this is the this is the private server okay. um, yeah. subscription place. Um, so here's the Nellroom server. Um, I've got the backups going now. So there's auto. So the actual uh, the the service is called Linode mm-hmm. or Linode, Linode, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's this place. Um, but they do these backups for me, so they they'll happen every day i believe there'll be daily there's like daily snapshots that Mm. it makes and it also does like uh weekly snapshots and stuff like that so um and you can literally if if let's say your server goes down or you need to rebuild i can literally come over here and like just deploy my backup yeah and then we're we're like up and running again everything all the files all the data everything nice so the backup is set up now and it's running um it looks like i think it's estimated it takes two minutes to do okay i see Uh, so here's like the date that it was created and everything so uh, there's one done today at 16 22 which is four about four four twenty there's done they did it on four twenty four (laughs) twenty um So yeah, this is all set up real nice. And then I also have uh this is the server here. This is you can see this the command line, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you can see where it says backup now. I just yep. typed that in. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so if I back up now. Okay. Uh this is like my manual backup script. So and it'll create a uh, backup oh. file and then I can export that and actually like store it on at my home nice. on my own hard so drive. So like go backup for the backup backups. Yeah, it's we got tons of redundancy right now. <laughs> Dude, like 100%. So the, like with what I just yep. dealt with at work and what we're dealing with on a global fucking crisis scale right now. Backups are good. Dude, <laughs> it, 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 they are. They're always good. So yeah. You got to have more than one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I have so, a backup for my backup files on my backup file <laughs> network. <laughs> you got to have it. Yeah, right. Backups for backups. It's the wall of mirrors for backups. <laughs> right on. It's like that list that I make for to remind myself to make all the different lists that I need to make. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's exactly like that. <laughs> Um, so then we have, uh, so, and the, re, do you remember when I was saying I was moving the uh, database to SQLite? 
versus yes. like yeah. the uh, the fully the server based uh, database. So I did that, okay. and if I go to this directory, this is our this is a new database. So what it does is the database gets stored in this file here. So like ghost.db. Mm. That's okay. the database. Oh, there it's literally just one file mm-hmm. and that's it. Nice. So there's no like server. You don't have to set up MySQL server. You don't have to set up Windows SQL server. You, there's no server. It's just a file nice. that exists and it's super easy. And you can even see like if I uh I have a creates.sql file here. Mm-hmm. So since you've been doing SQL, I thought this would be fun to yeah, would. mess around with. So if I go to creates.sql, this is the this is all of the create statements oh, that shit. um that make our database. So um nice. Yeah. So it just auto populates all that for you given just it reads that file, that DB file that you just showed me and just auto populates these create table roles and all the values with everything inside of it. Yep. So this, yeah, this is basically the database setup script, or right. this is the database setup SQL. Right. Yeah. Um, you so like all the SQL that creates all the. T- Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. All the all the SQL that creates the tables, and there's a couple inserts in here too. So like it inserts a, uh, it inserts the the super user. Mm. So like there's a user that always exists called admin mm-hmm. with a default password of 0451. Okay. And by the way the 04 the 0451 password is kind of a not not I guess it's sort of a joke. It's kind of a reference to um Deus Ex. Do you know the game Deus Ex? No. Um, so Deus Ex, it, it, it goes back to Fahrenheit 451, the 0451 oh. password. Oh, so basically, <laughs> yeah. So nice. in, in Deus Ex, there's a, like one of the starting passwords like is 0451 and it's kind of a joke that references for Fahrenheit 451. And then they kept that 0451 as the first password that you get in the game. They <laughs> kept that like troll kind of rolling into all the all the uh sequels nice. so anyways yeah when it when it creates the database for uh fresh it will uh create this admin user but if we go down here uh we got some more things here like so here's the files table that will store um, not the actual files, but it will store the metadata about any files that we upload to the website. Okay. So if we upload like a wave file yeah. or an image file or anything, it'll create a record here for that. And, and okay. And I then see there's a, where it says path in green. Will that be inserted with like the actual like path to where that file is stored or something? Yeah. So what I was thinking was um, the path will be so it'll be just like any other path like you'll have directories that files can be stored into um so marley decided she needed to drink some water so that's what that noise is in the background guys so (laughs) i couldn't even hear that really oh damn yeah but it might they might have picked it up on cubase yeah they're definitely gonna hear it on cubase it's getting this whole fucking room and she (laughs) she seems like she has been walking through a desert right now because she's drinking her whole entire fucking bowl (laughs) she Uh, always just needs to let her presence be known in the podcast 
Of course. <laughs> she's part of the podcast. She, Marley is she part is. of the podcast. Yeah. She, she's definitely a good girl. Doing her down, <laughs> downward dog now. She drank her water. Gotta do her downward dog. Oh. Is that a yoga pose? Yeah, it's a yoga pose. <laughs> so then a couple other things. So another cool thing about the files that I was thinking of was um, this this uh, column right here. It's called the, it's the column is called Master. Okay. And yeah. basically, what it means is if uh, what the way that I wanted it to work is if you upload a an audio file or an image file. Mm-hmm. Um you have the option to add compressed, not compressed, <laughs> compressed. You have the option to add compressed copies. So oh. what that means is let's say I add it like a uh, audio log one dot wave. I upload that file. Mm-hmm. If you check Mark add compressed copies, what it would do is it would add two sub files that would be kind of like children files attached to the main file that you're uploading. And there would be a medium compression and a super tiny compression. So if I uploaded the audio log one dot wave, it would also create audio one dot MP3 medium compression. And it would also automatically convert it to audio log one dot MP3 super tiny convert or super tiny compression. So that way we would have that automated conversion and we could, you know, depending on someone's internet connection or where we're distributing the content to, we could use the compressed files versus like the, we'd probably, we'd probably want to use the compressed file, like a medium compression on like the other podcast websites. Yeah, like on the RSS feed where we're going to upload it to the the feed. Yes, exactly. So the RSS feed would preferably use the medium compressed file, yeah. and then anyone visiting our website off the top of would my head, probably I don't think that RSS like feeds can even handle wave file formats. So we would have to at that point. It would be unlikely. Yeah, waves are just way too big. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like too. They're they're just they're not that good of a file format either. It was. <laughs> I don't like the. I really don't like waves. Okay. But it's kind of standard. Yeah, it makes sense. It's like. Uh, it's like PDFs now. Like they're. Yeah. <laughs> there, there could be something better, but just everybody uses them, and it at yep. this point it's just like yeah. It's exactly right. So then there's this other field here called meta keys, and I just kind of added this here as. Uh, I don't, do you know anything about? Do you know what JSON is? J S O N. I don't. You ever heard of that? No, I don't. Can you not hear me? Oh, uh, I I can hear you now. I didn't hear you answer uh, though. Yeah. No, I can't. I can't. Uh, or I don't. I've never heard of that. Okay. So it's really just like a. It's just like a list of of strings it's like a string array do you know what an array is in programming yeah Yeah, so it's basically just a string array so if so the meta keys i wanted to put here because if we did have like a medium compression file we could for that particular file it would automatically add like a let's say it would add a medium compression string to the meta keys 
array, and then we would just we would know that that's a medium compressed file, and we could program around that. Okay. However, we needed to. Yeah. So it's just another data point to have. Um. So yeah, that's the file system. So here's the uh, channels. So the the main part of the actual yeah like RSS uh, feed. Yeah, we got RSS feeds, we got channels, a channels table, RSS feeds table, and an episodes table. Ah. So starting at the top, oh, the channels shit. table. Are, okay, I see what you're doing here. Nice. Yeah, so it's like everything that would... I, I looked through the uh, Apple... Or I looked through the Squarespace RSS feed, and I looked at all the tags right. that Apple... Uh, you know, all the iTunes tags and all the... You know, I looked at the XML, right. and basically for anything that was applicable, I I added a table field. Nice. So you, we got subtitle here, author, and I figured for things that like author, mm -hmm. um, notice like for subtitle here, I have not null. Right. That means that there has to be a value in oh. here. You can't just. You can't let this value be null. Right. So it forces you. The database forces you to put a a text value here regardless. Yeah. It yeah. could still be a blank text value technically. Right. But you, it you can literally light, write null in there. <laughs> yeah, you could you literally could do <laughs> yeah. that. So you know, we actually had to do that today for one of our, our files. The the customer nice. names were blank and we had to put null in there. Like and my uh, my QA had to come back and be like, hey guys, um all of these are coming back null, but we can't have them as null, so let's just go ahead and put null in there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, yeah. I <laughs> so fully... literally the, the string null. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. But, okay, but that makes me wonder, and just so <laughs> people listening uh, understand kind of what we're going over is that he's screen sharing this uh this command line with me and it, it he has mimicked everything like he was just saying from the rss feed uh and right now the question that comes to mind is i want to say that that author field can't be null either so you might have to put not null there too and we actually have to okay have an so author. i have an explanation for this okay so let's say that it is null. Let's say that we decide as a user that I don't want to put an author in. Okay. The only reason that you would do that is if you want the author not to be specific. You want the author to pull oh. from the user that owns this channel. So if I go down to the bottom of this table, I have an owner. Each nice. channel has an owner, which uh, refers to the user that's logged in. So if I leave the author field null, huh. it will, when the RSS feed is generated, it will pull that data from the owner, yeah. which is tied to, if we can, if we look at this field, owner yeah. is a integer value, which is just going to be an ID number. Mm -hmm. And it references the user's table. It references right. the user's table ID field. And then as soon as we create all our users, we will have whoever's logging in to create this is going to have their user ID, and that integer will fill that user ID in and then put our, exactly. name, our login name as the author. Fucking genius. Exactly. Hell yeah. So like that's it. that's the default. Nice. And I, do want, I did want to put... Um, uh, we probably want this is the users table that we're looking at right here. Okay. I wanted to put in like a so we have a username, password, hash, because you always store the password 
hashed in the database. Okay. Um, email alias. And we probably want like a full name field, mm-hmm. like a full title kind of field. Right. And then if if author is is null, if we insert it as a null value, the RSS feed would pick up the full name. Perfect. And put that into the author. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would probably be best. Because that would be exactly, because I would want, like for my author name, I'm trying to start using everything as RD, uh, Dean Yoakum, right? And so it's kind of like it sounds more professional and it differentiates me from because I get too many questions because legally my first name is not Dean. So it's just kind of bypasses those questions. They kind (laughs) of right see that. And so that's kind of what I've been doing on the audio logs, publishing them under R. Dean Yoakum. So. Okay. So then for you, if you're publishing on here, you could either manually put that in the author text mm-hmm. or you could make our dean yokum your full title nice in uh, in your user profile nice man Sounds and then both both ways that would uh that would work here sweet well hell yeah I'm so then there's this. yeah and i've only showed you the database so far yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, so shit. yeah we it's have like description <laughs> so most of the stuff is pretty self-explanatory the category so here's here's one thing that i wanted some feedback on okay um the category and subcategory i did notice that in the rss feed that you sent me that uh i was looking at there you had you did have multiple category subcategories Mm -hmm. however when i was looking at the itunes documentation they said that they only utilize the first category subcategory that shows up Fuck in yes. the feed. And go by that because I'm tired of filling all that out. That's a Squarespace thing. And there's so that was part of the like there's so many things like little hoops that I have to jump through that I, I can never get one of my fucking posts to be similar to the other one because i forget this step here this step there it's like i have to write myself a goddamn process flow just to keep going through this every single time i publish a fucking episode and so yeah okay then that gives me so i so is it okay then if we only have one category and one subcategory per correct yeah it would be per channel because i think the channel also the channel had categories and subcategories and also every episode also had that right and that makes is sense. that right yes that makes 100 percent sense because that, yeah, that category so, and that subcategory for the channel is just going to give you the description of the channel itself and what our podcast is about each episode that's where the show notes are going to be uh stored correct because there's not the, okay because uh, i don't think i think that uh category and subcategory is where those are stored because i don't see anything else uh in your descriptions here that would make me think that there is marley i get it okay chill out <laughs> jesus um and yeah i don't get i don't see anything else that would make me think that that's where the show notes would be other than category and subcategory so that makes a lot of sense to me, and I would prefer there only be one. So, because a- okay. Apple's only going, and that, that could honestly, what that could do, because Apple has like strict in, 
become more strict with their guidelines of how you publish podcasts uh, and cleaned up their interface. And that was what they were doing it for was to co completely clean up their interface and make it a lot more user friendly and more give them give people the Apple experience because before it was just a hodgepodge right. and people were hijacking the categories and subcategories for searchable like Google uh keywords right and so they were just like right. spamming those categories with all kinds of uh, keywords so that they would get picked up in google searches and so apple really went through this whole cleanup and has basically made that illegal and took down your uh your complete they completely took your show down not just like the episode but completely took the show down and did not let you allow you back onto their platform until you cleaned Ouch. up those categories yeah so Having it, having those completely clean is a, a must at this point, and so that's one. Oh yeah, I want them to be. I I want them to. I mean, we're basically for anything that we're programming here, mm -hmm. we want it to be based off of Apple's yeah. standards. Correct. Yeah, they're the industry standard at this point. Yeah. So. Uh, I fucking hate them, but we kind of got to bow down to them in the podcast <laughs> yep, world. We have to. <laughs> so, and and, and the, the the industry is gearing a little bit away from that, but they kind of control the feed and how the because everyone they've created the standard, so everyone else is going to take that standard too, right? So, it's it it'll be interesting when we get this up on seeing how to get it through other platforms because that was the roadblock I ran into with the audio logs as soon as Apple approved my. Uh, feed, Google, right. Google and Spotify kicked me off of their platforms, basically. Okay, so here's what's cool about this, and I, here's why I think, like, we're going to have so much control over this, because okay, let's say we have, let's say our default RSS feed is geared towards iTunes, towards Apple, mm -hmm. towards the iTunes store, or whatever. Right. We can also, if, if that doesn't fit in with other podcasts um, like distribution networks, mm -hmm. uh, we can add in like let's say. Uh, let me let me just use this URL at, as a example. So if I'm like, uh, let's say the URL is, uh, let's say whatever this URL that I have in my bar right now is the link to the RSS feed. Right. If I add in something like this, um, format equals Google. Oh shit! I see what um, you're doing. We we can append that to our RSS feed link, and through programming, we can make adjustments. Like if we see this format equals Google in the link, we can adjust it so that it it formats it to something that Google would accept. Interesting. And we can do the same thing. Like if it's, we could even do like format equals iTunes. Spotify. We could add in anything that yeah. we want after here. Yeah, format equals Spotify. Okay. So we'll have a base RSS feed, and then if some, if other distribution networks aren't taking it, mm -hmm. we can add in these special parameters that modify the RSS feed in some way, shape, or form. Nice. Okay, that's going to be fun to test with. That the, We might hit a couple roadblocks in there, but I think you're on to the right idea with that at this point. Yeah, I think it'll I think it'll work. Yeah, well, we might have to tweak things here and there, but I I totally see what you're doing and I like it. 
Yeah, we're definitely. There's going to be a lot of tweaking involved in this whole RSS feed. Yeah, I mean, thing. we're just a year into it, and how much have we tweaked all this shit to begin with to get where we are yeah. right now? So <laughs> the tweak, we're, we're not on meth, but we sure are doing a lot of tweaking. We're tweaking. We're tweaking. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Right on, man. So yeah, this is. Uh, this is pretty much the extent of the database. I guess these last two tables down here are kind of important. Um, mm. Oops. Whoops. Okay. Um, so views. Views is... This is basically... Uh, oh, there was one more here, too. I think there's... Bear with me real quick. Yeah, yeah. This is also really slow for me right now for some reason. Hmm. It's definitely all fascinating, man. And um, I, I, we slowed down at work now after we got through a lot of this triage shit. After cleaning up, after the getting hit with that virus, not the coronavirus, but the yeah. virtual virus at the same time. <laughs> um, so we were, I'm, I'm kind of hitting a lull, and I literally like half cleaned my room today while I was working because I didn't have anything else to fucking do. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. So now I'm about to start getting back into these SQL uh, courses that I bought because, uh, uh, I mean, I'm getting paid to do that, too, anyway. That's part of my goals. And I actually have to report nice, to my manager's manager on Friday about my progress with that. So I kind of actually have to do something now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've also had a couple of the people I work with reach out and give me some. Have you ever heard of uh, Sam's Teach Yourself Sequel books? I've heard of Sam's, yeah. Yeah, uh, I was told that like the one of the guys told me he's like that's what got him through college and to snag that book up. And I found a couple so, for, for like five bucks or so. So I don't know. I do, I do like books, mm -hmm. but honestly, I don't think they're very useful at this day and age yeah and the reason that i say that is because technology changes literally by the month yeah and uh, books see, uh... are never going to stay up to date with technology yeah i think they're they're really they're good reads and they're definitely good for like academic scenarios like where you're in a class and you all have to follow the same curriculum mm-hmm but even a digital source works well for that. Yeah. Um, hey, everything's digital now. Maybe they can't. And it literally is. So. And it's it's sad in a sense. I love books. I, I really do. But when it comes to learning and doing digital. Well, especially coding. Academic things. Especially coding. And SQL falls in line with coding. And I just recommend finding a good digital learning resource yeah because even though and not the, worrying with books the course that i found there's still there's stuff that's already been updated on uh, my sequel that's completely has that then i guarantee you he keeps that course updated and it just in his videos you can tell that it, it's a total on to totally different versions of it now and so oh yeah so it's you, you can't keep up with it like and that was one thing and that that's made the me other thing back out of it it's hard to fucking keep up with technology these days Dude, it's insanely hard. I mean, it's it it's like I said, it changes month by month. It changes almost week by week, mm -hmm. to be honest. It, it's really quick, really quick turnaround. And and uh, I think you were kind of getting into this, the versions, like MySQL and SQL Server, 
um, come out with new features all the time and different, like different data types, different way, different ways that different data types work and different functions that are introduced or different functions that are deprecated, Mm -hmm. uh, with each version. And when you, when you buy a book, you're kind of buying a snapshot in time yeah. and there's no reference to the things that have been changing. That makes sense. So, I think one of the things yeah, that d- books are doing, though, because I was reading this when I was uh, looking at those MySQL, those Sam SQL things that I was just talking about. Uh, one thing that the books like that are starting to do is give you a download code and have uh, online versions of stuff as well to go through it with. And I think that's the only way that books can kind of still have their relevancy is like, here's the basic foundations of it. But you're going to need to actually use this free code that you could you can go just buy this course and skip the book altogether um, for this amount of money. But because you bought the book, here's a free code to go download this online course that's going to keep you up to date. And I think that's the only way that they're getting around that um, at this day and age. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I mean, and specifically to tech textbooks. Right. I, I find a lot of value in other other kinds of paperback books, like like novels. Of course. Well, yeah. I I I feel like there's nothing better than reading a novel paperback. Yeah. Versus a digital copy. It's just not the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. There's like a physical attachment to books. hundred percent. That makes a whole difference. I agree with you. I'm reading two books right now. One of them's on Kindle and the other one's in my hand. I 100% enjoy the one that's in my hand. Granted, I, dude, yes, I like the story better on the one that's on Kindle because it, but I'm reading it on Kindle because it was free and because it came with my prime membership, right? So I didn't have to actually pay for the book because I'm paying for prime. And so I get access to the book and it's it's a, a graphic novel for something that I'm really interested in and I'm sitting here reading it on my phone and and it's just it it's cool and all and Kindle like even for graphic novels, Kindle has done some great wrote some great programming and algorithms just to like where you can zoom through the the frames and it feels like you're reading a comic book, but you're not turning a fucking page, man. And you don't get to actually like examine that artwork up, up close that it's in your hand. And there's, there's just something to that, like physicality of having that in your hand that it it speaks to something primal in your brain almost. Dude, I couldn't have said it any better. That, that primal aspect. I, I mean, I don't even know how to explain it any better yeah, than that. Because, because like, truthfully, reading's not a primal thing. But the, today's day and age, it's way more primal than fucking getting on a computer and doing something on on that. Uh, right? It's it, that's good. It, it's just it's so it, it it's becoming one of those lost arts at this point. And it, having that, it just it it connects you to the past, and and it, it almost connects you to the person who spent the blood, sweat, and tears to create that physical thing to have in your hand totally so like i think there's a diminishing respect that is getting lost with all this like virtual stuff right granted oh yeah granted we're gonna need that to get whatever we're doing for this media company off the ground we need all this virtual shit but having that like cold hard 
physical copy of something in your hand. Like I, I, I will never not buy a CD from an artist at his show. Like I don't fucking have a CD player to listen to that on really like other than in my vehicle now. And I'm lucky to even have it in my vehicle, but dude, those, no kidding. those are going away too. So, but I will always buy that CD and have that person sign it there at their show for one, one reason to support them because they are busting their ass as an artist to get out there and do that, which shout out to all of them right now because they're getting hit the hardest and nobody's talking about it because they're having to cancel all their shows because they're not allowed to go to them and they're not allowed to have it. And that's their fucking life and revenue right now. So seriously that is insane i mean that does suck really bad and those those are some people who really do rely on the revenue from yeah like artists aren't making like you know a salary steady paycheck they're kind of always on the go yeah with uh their funds they're hustlers man so it is pretty tough for them they are they totally are they're fucking drug peddlers and they're peddling music and that's their fucking drug man and that's and that's the drug that everybody's eating up on them and and oh my god music is the fucking drug that is a that is a uh that's a bass nectar quote (laughs) yeah fuck yeah damn i forgot about bass nectar i'm gonna have to listen to this i love bass nectar dude first first dubstep (laughs) artist that ever made me go I like you. <laughs> Dude, yeah, Bass Nectar is the shit. I love him. Um, sweet. Um, so, yeah, uh, I guess I'll go through the interfaces now that I was making. Nice. Okay. Um, it's not sharing your screen anymore. I don't know if you know that. Oh, it's not. Okay. Is it really? It well, looks it like is, I'm looks seeing like the Hall of Mirrors. It's showing it, but it's not. Uh, it's black. So maybe unshare and share again. All right, good call. You know, the 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 tried and true, turn it off, turn it back on. Yep. <laughs> How about now? Do you see the mouse moving around? It's loading, so it looks like it's coming back. Maybe it's my connection. Oh, I bet I know what it is. Hold on. Can you see mine? Well, yeah, now I can I can see yours. Now I'm seeing mine. Here I'm refreshing my browser. Yeah, now it's not. Try, try to unshare and share again. I don't know what's going on. All right, I'm I'm currently not sharing. Oh, okay. I'm going. I'll currently share. I'll share now. There it goes. All right, I'm sharing. You see it? Yeah. Now I got I got the hall of mirrors effect again. Woo! All right. Cool. <laughs> All right, so here's these are just I couldn't I don't have a scanner, so I had to take pictures of these. Nice. <laughs> but basically, here's so this is like a wireframe outline of. Hang on, let me see. Okay, that's fucking huge. <laughs> is this the Windows Photo Viewer? Right. I fucking hate this fucking program. Okay, so. Yeah, it's it's a bad program, <laughs> um, but it, so the top, this is just like basically the administration overlay. Oh, so there's okay. the top bar here. So the the top bar has a couple icons on the left, mm-hmm. and it's got some icons on the right. And then on the left side here is the base, the administration panel, okay. and uh, this would be a slot. This will slide out from the left, right. Yeah. Whenever you click on one of these 
icons. So on the very left here is like a global site settings okay. uh, tool. So we would edit just... It, this would only be available to very high-level administrators. Mm-hmm. So if, the, if, let's say, we had a bunch of users using this website and they were all content creators and that's all they were doing, mm-hmm. um, they wouldn't get this option. Got it. This is just for, like, super, super site admins. Yeah. That makes sense. And we would have... Uh, if I go to the next page... So this is what that would look like on the mm, left side. Okay. And there was only a couple things that I could identify. So you'd have like the site would have a time zone probably. Mm-hmm. And I would think that all the times on the that are displayed on the website would actually be particular to the client's time zone. Yeah. So we'd have a server time zone, but everything on the website would be displayed in the client's own time zone. So if I was in Europe, it would display. Right. As if, you know, in, in the local time zone. Yeah, that makes sense. And then the other settings would be for f- the file system. So, like, the file uploads. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd ha- We would have a general setting for how the audio is compressed. So, like, a MP3, whatever. Right. There's, a different, there's different levels of compression okay. that you can do. So, we'd have a setting for that. Same with image compression. If we uploaded, like, a a super high definition image as the original image that would also go follow the same compression nice. method as the audio where we'd have a medium compressed and like a super tiny compressed. Okay. And then there's a max file size and allowed extensions. So the right. type of file that we would allow to upload just general site settings. Yeah. Um, so then the file here's this is like the file manager so um this that icon guy. right okay. here which is supposed to look like a, a hard drive or something like that. Well, okay, I see. Yeah. <clears throat> um so what I was thinking here is there would basically be two pools of files. Okay. Uh, every file that you upload would be a private file and each so these little these uh little viewports here that I have drawn mm-hmm. Are like if you click on this, it would open up like a, a not a pop up, but it would be an on screen window that okay, you would. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So if I clicked upload, like it would have a gray. It would the background would turn to gray, and this would open up in front of yeah. you. Like and you'd be able to choose which files you have. You'd be able to enter in the path that you want that to be located at. Okay. Um. And then here's that check mark for add compressed copies. Oh. So if I was if I choose if I chose like one wave file or if I even if I even chose like three wave files um, for any of the applicable files that I'm uploading, it would do the compressed copies. Nice. If I had that check marked. Um, and then there's the upload at the bottom. Cancel. I was thinking there we'd probably just not have any cancel buttons and just have a X mark yeah. at the top of okay. each one of these. Yeah, that just I think that's more streamlined. Makes sense. Yeah, that'll be a little bit easier. Um, so yeah, you can upload here. That would be what that looks like. And then if you click on any one of the given files, it would have mm. an image. If it's an image file, it would be an image here. If not, it would probably just be like a sound icon, like a speaker icon. You know, right. just the general type of file and you could edit the file name here you could view it displays the file size the type the length and then it would also show down here the uh 
the compressed copies. Yeah, okay. So the compressed copies would be basically bound to the master file. Right, which you would get. It is exactly how you have it programmed in that uh, database we were just looking at. Correct, yeah. yeah. Got it. So that's really all there is here. There would be a, there's a search box here, and there's these uh, two options here. There's everywhere, and the current directory. So these would look kind of just like hyperlinks, and if you click on one, it would mm. toggle that search option on. So if I toggled on search everywhere, if I type anything into the search bar, it would search every path, every directory okay. where files have been uploaded. Hmm. If I do current directory, it would just the search would populate this area based on what directory I'm currently inside that makes of. Sense. Cool. So it's a general like your basic file manager. Search, yeah. Okay. Sweet. So we'll see how it works. Uh yeah, it just like with everything else, we're going to obviously tweak it, but this is a definitely a great foundation to start with so far. Exactly. Yeah, I think we'll we'll implement the first version of it and we'll probably fa find things that we don't like about it and things that we do yeah. like about it and fix it appropriately. Yeah, just like with everything that gets launched. Yep, <laughs> literally everything. Yeah. Um so this is the analytics page and if we go back to here, so uh, let me just explain what these are. So the like I said the left one is the site settings, uh this one is the file manager, mm -hmm. the drive. Um, this little graph icon here is for the analytics right. makes sense. and this other icon here is the standard podcast icon yep. and that would be for, to manage your channels and your episodes. Nice. And then over here on the right, there's a, just a greeting message. Uh, there's a notification, this is the notifications okay. icon like and this is the, the user profile yeah. icon. Yep. And the, and yeah, this would be. I did have it. I did set up the database so you can have an avatar, nice. and uh, this would just display your avatar if you have one set up. Nice. Or and you'd be able to click. I think there would be like a link here in this pop out box that would be like a edit profile or something. And if you clicked edit profile, it would probably open up a editor in the side panel. Okay. And you'd also have the option to log out here. Right. And whatever. Cool. Typical stuff that exists yeah, on literally every modern website. website design, yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, so here's the analytics. This is kind of what I was thinking for starters. Okay. Yeah. So I was thinking we could have a world map here, and depending on... We'd probably, for every visitor that comes to the website, we would log that visitor, yeah. collect their IP address, and we'd probably be able to backtrace that IP address to a particular part of the world. So if we had a world map here, and I've never done this before, so it would take a little bit of research and whatnot. That'd be fun. But yeah, yeah, no, it would be really cool if we could uh, highlight the countries that visitors have come from. Nice. And you know, just identify where in the world people are connecting yeah. to this website I, from. I'm like literally like what it brings to mind is like having a cool little like user. Like we could develop this to where it's kind of got this like interface of a map that you can like click even on the country and then zoom into the country and it can have like pins on a map 
of where people are. That would be dope. Yeah, dude. That would be dope. That would be really fucking cool. I like cool. that. So, yeah. So, yeah, picture, like, if we, picture the world map. Like, let's say you clicked on it. Um, just like I had the file upload mm-hmm. boxes. Right. It could open up a big box in the center of the screen that has that interactive map with the more detailed points on it. Yeah, man. That's some work. I would, that'd be So, fun. we could totally do something like yeah. that. Yeah, that that gives me some graphic design stuff to work on too. So hell yeah. Yeah, that's I was also thinking all this stuff like I've been drawing it and I looked into a couple of like digital tools to help drive web design, mm-hmm. but I I fucking hate them. I don't like yeah. web design tools. Like I'm either going to I like doing the drawings mm-hmm. because I can just pick up a pencil and start like right. just doing things really fucking easily. And then I'll just build the website when I'm ready to build it. Like, I don't need right, yeah. a digital design tool, really, personally. No, and, like, literally, I, so, I just need, like, like what you have right here is a good foundation for me. Like, you can send, like, these pictures that you have that you're showing me right now, and I can uh, literally take them into uh, Illustrator and create vector images of all these so that you can have icons. Dude, that would be fucking amazing. Yeah, no, it'll streamline. So you could create all the assets for the yeah, website. 100%. Basically. Yeah. That's going to... Hell that's yeah. Some, that's, that's a lot of, like... That's time-consuming and fucking shit that I love doing, dude. That's, like, what I love doing in, in uh, Illustrator is just taking those just, like, l- like blowing them up and just fucking taking my time and creating s- something that's fucking super tiny that no one's even going to pay half attention to the details that I put into. Hell, yeah. <laughs> dude, I would love that if you could help, uh, like, turn these designs yeah. uh, into assets. Yeah. That would be fantastic. 100%. Yeah, just uh, shoot them to me in Discord, and I'll, uh, I'll have them. So. <clears throat> yeah, I'll totally do that. Sweet, man. So let's see. What else do we have here? Okay, so here's the channels. This would be when you click on that podcast icon. Okay. And by channels, this what is do the, you mean? You mean like each channel? So a channel, yeah. channel think of a channel as like a show. So Got like it. we have the Garden of the Mind mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. right? So they're podcasts. Right. Yeah. And so but then we'd have another channel we call them for channels. Chateau de Yom Hill and another channel for the exactly. audio logs. Yeah. Okay. I got it. I'm, exactly. I'm on the same page. So this would open up, you'd have your basic thumbnail type list here of all your channels. Mm-hmm. So Garden of the Mind here, you could there might be a Chateau de Yam Hill here, and then you'd have this new channel button uh, nice. anchored at the bottom right. for to add whatever new channels you wanted. And I was thinking if we have like if we do expand this site to other potential content creators mm-hmm. in that uh, let me go back real quick. Okay, so in this settings page, notice I have this manage users hyperlink. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we would we could click on this, and I haven't d- done any designs for the user management interface, mm-hmm. but let's say we had like a... Um, what's your buddy's name, Brian? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's say he had a channel. Let's say he signed up his user could have a particular subscription level and we could limit and manage those subscription levels to say like you can only have one channel yeah if you have a basic subscription or something like that you know what i mean yeah no i exactly know exactly what you mean it's basically what like 
uh, it, it, it's a lot of like what Lipson is doing to us for having lack of a better reference point. Exactly. So, it's like a monetization. Yeah, it is. It's one hundred percent like your your tiered levels of membership. <clears throat> yeah, really basic yeah. stuff for web services. Nice. Um, I like it, man. So yeah, that's this. That's what I have here. And then if we go into this, is what it would look like if, if let's say you clicked on Garden of the Mind. This would be like a this entire block here would be a big clickable area. Mm-hmm. And like if you moved your mouse cursor over anywhere over here, it would probably like highlight it kind of in a way. Um, and this is what would happen if you clicked on it. It would kind of outline the whole thing, and then it would. Uh, expand down here you would see the episode list and you would also see an rss feed hyperlink here and what i was thinking with rss feeds is they would be they wouldn't be like they're not going to be real-time dynamic i don't think i don't think when i was i don't know what i was looking at the rss feed that squarespace produced Uh and it looked like there was a like updated on field like the rss feed was updated on this date yeah so the way that i set this to refresh from my understanding on stuff like that it's not live right yeah you're right so i i assume that was the industry standard and the way that i kind of designed this was that um uh, let me go back to the database actually Oh, God, stupid. All right, hold on. Okay. If I go to... Whoops. All right, so if I go to RSS feed, the different fields in here, I have uh, parent. So parent is just the channel that the RSS feed belongs to. Content is the rendered content of the rss feed so when we build the rss feed the entire contents of the feed like all of the xml is going to be stored into this field oh okay sweet and and we'll also have a uh, there's a schedule field here which would be when is when is the rss feed scheduled to be built and this would be this would basically contain something like weekly slash Monday, oh. and that would mean that the that the RSS feed is built weekly on Mondays. Okay. And, and what do you mean by built? There would be a so built. I mean, like let's say uh, let's say okay, let's say it's week one, mm-hmm. right? Let's say it's a uh, middle of week, week one, Wednesday. We upload three episodes. These are the first three episodes that have ever been uploaded to the channel. Mm-hmm. We do that on Wednesday. Okay. And our schedule for the RSS feed is set to build on Monday every week. Mm-hmm. So come Monday, the following, the next Monday that's rolling forward, the RSS feed would get updated and rebuilt. And the new episodes that we just published on wednesday would then be added to the rss feed okay interesting and then during the week like let's say after rss feed gets built on monday uh we upload an episode tuesday 
the next Monday, again, a week rolls over, the RSS feed would get rebuilt huh. and updated and include the new episodes. Oh, shit. That's... So that's what, the, that's what the build schedule is. Okay. But we would also, if we look at the interface, if you click on RSS feed and you open up the mm-hmm. box here that would show you kind of your RSS feed management... You would, there's a button down here that would allow you to build now. Nice. So we could build the feed immediately. That was going to be my next question. Nice. And, yeah. Uh, and then I also have a, a checkbox here called hiatus. So let's say for whatever reason we don't want the build schedule to be, um, you know, we don't want to build like, mm-hmm. like, let's say for whatever reason, uh, this week we don't oh, want the shit. RSS feed to get built. I see what you're saying. We can put it on hiatus. Yeah. Okay. The, oh, man, I like that. That's interesting. Okay, I see 100%. It's, it's basically like a social media. You're taking this from, like, social media, basically, like, with Facebook letting you, like, schedule posts and... Exactly. It's a total, it's a scheduling yeah, thing. Yeah, I fucking love that, man. Because that lets us stock stuff up too and be, yep. just let it trickle out. And then our, like, our, the hard work's like done. We just need to fucking be able to get somebody to edit our shit because I'm tired of doing it. <laughs> right and w- w- i think we're oh my god with this with this last episode that you've been editing yeah. i can imagine <laughs> yeah no nah, we'll, we'll we'll get there but um because i think eventually like we're our time's going to be much more valuable elsewhere so we'll need somebody to edit shit for us so oh for sure yeah Dude, I really love this so far, and I'm looking forward to actually building these assets for this site now, too. This is going to be fucking fun. I'm stoked, dude. So then uh, here we have, so if we click on new episode, and for that matter, if we click on any of the other episodes, Uh it would look very similar to the new episode screen. It just wouldn't, you know, you'd still be able to edit everything here. Right. Uh, Okay, cool. But you just, it would be editing an episode versus adding a new yeah, one. Yeah, so. so like the new episode you can consider a draft until you click that publish button. Correct. So. Okay. So it's basic, it's as you would expect. There's a cover art here that you can, if you click on this area, it would open up the file manager and you would be able to add in whatever image mm-hmm. uh, you wanted to. And the audio file, same thing. You would click on this and you would choose the audio file. And then you would put in the name, subtitle, category, blah, 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 everything that is required for that particular episode. Nice. Okay. I just had an idea in this, too, that I'm going to throw out there because uh, Jay was just talking to me about her sister starting a podcast. And um, she's hosting it through Anchor, which... In the past, Anchor used to be, like, the bottom rung and, like, basically made fun of for, like, because it was just, it was too easy and too, it, it kind of polluted the podcast gene pool type thing, right? 
And so serious right. podcasters would kind of, if if you were like, oh, yeah, I'm hosting through Anchor, they would just completely ignore you at that point. Um, and <sighs> and so, but then Squarespace last year bought it out and has pumped $54 million into it. So I'm very curious to see. And, and since then, I've seen a lot more people using it as well, which makes sense because Squarespace, Squarespace has, why am I fucking not Squarespace? I'm sorry. Uh, Spotify. Uh, Squarespace did not buy Anchor. Spotify bought Anchor. I don't know okay. why I always confuse those two. <laughs> That's uh, a big difference. Yeah, major difference. Uh, <laughs> Spotify has the marketing power to get Anchor out there, right? So, uh, and her sister's hosting through Anchor. So I'm going to see if I can get her to get her sister to send me screenshots of how they upload their episodes in their interface and then that way i don't have to pay for anchor to figure that out right <laughs> yeah no if she could get screenshots that'd be great um because because we know how Lipson does it but then now when we know how squarespace does it uh so how do these other people do it and then we can take that just to make ours better right so yeah because all the more perspectives yeah because i the the streamlining that you have of this right now i fucking love so I think that's going to help. And same with like a, like this whole, we have one description. We don't have like, you're not going to yes. copy and paste the description. And like, yeah, no, we don't, we're not going to do any of that bullshit. Like we're going to make the minimum that you need to put in here and let all, let the program do the work, modify yes. the RSS feed appropriately. Thank you. <laughs> Like that's how it should be. One hundred percent, man. I agree. Agree. I'm, I don't know. It took me, I would say, thirty episodes just to even figure out which each one of them was doing and where it populated. <laughs> but I mean, I get it because it, uh, it, uh, I'm I'm also going the, a route that most people don't go in publishing a podcast, and that's an RSS feed straight from Squarespace. You're usually using like an actual podcast hosting network to host right. your podcast, and I'm just cutting a corner by going straight through Squarespace, and. I, which, in my opinion, has made me learn a lot more than your average podcaster about the background user interfaces and, like, coding, not for lack of a better word, of an actual RSS feed that the is publishing a uh, podcast episode, right? So there's a lot, a lot more background knowledge that I have of the foundation of how your podcast is actually being ran right versus just right. your surface like click here upload this click this button and you're good to go so i think that's what's lending us to be able to have the utmost control and even create this tool to bring on other content creators to benefit from this streamlining and the last year of work that we've put into this yeah i think the yeah having the squarespace feed and and the libsyn feed like all those things that you've already set up have been really helpful in figuring this yeah. out sweet man um so these are all the designs that i had but i also have part of this is actually implemented already oh, nice. so so if i come here i can log in right now and this is this is all connected to that database okay. so um 
let's see. Let me rebuild the database. So I have two. So I have the SQL script here, but I also have a couple uh, actual scripts here. So if I do run SQL, that's going to rebuild the database. Okay. And that'll rebuild the database right here at, at this location. And then if I do copy db that will copy it to the location mm. that actually the website is reading from so the database just got refreshed from those okay. two actions nice. so right now we'll log in with the admin login admin 0451 nice and log in and we get our administration bar Sweet. here up at the top i like it so are those just standard yeah we have the icons pulled from somewhere or yeah, so I get all my all of my like application icons I get from a service called Font Awesome. Have you ever heard of Font Awesome? No. So Font Awesome is very standard and uh it's just a really simple thing that you include onto your website and then they give you access to a ton of free icons. Okay. So if I go so to like free freesound.com basically but for It's basically the freesound.com of icons. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, so if shit. I do like here let's see. Let's go to this one. This is a free one. Um, they give you the HTML. All literally all I have to do is put huh. this tag so fucking into easy, the website. Man. Nice. Dude, it's amazing. Nice. So they have so I all I did was look for like uh if I look for podcast. Yeah. Whoops. It's really hard to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, here's the free podcast icon right here. And all I did was I went found it and I copied it and put it into my website. Okay. Yeah, dude. So we have access to all those and that's where I got these. Nice. Um Hello, admin. So yeah. <laughs> I and then uh, if I have, I don't have uh, the interface ready, but I do have. I can do this via the console right here. Okay. So this is a toggle panel. Okay, that wasn't right. All right, mm. so if I toggle the panel, it does bring out this uh, sidebar. I, I don't know if it's it shows up, but yet. yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Nice. So then, yeah, if I do that again, it will, you know, you can see it slide out and slide in. Yeah. And it grays out the background and everything. Yeah. So it'll just look like the administration overlay oh, sitting on top man. of the actual website. Oh, this is going to be fun, dude. This is, oh, I can't wait. I just... I, I see I see where we're heading and like I, I the destination looks cool and all but I'm so like excited to like take the journey to get there right oh. <laughs> yeah dude this is gonna be great I mean I feel like once we have this set up for ourselves like we'll just be at a whole another level of control oh, dude yeah this is like whoo boy yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm very, very excited for this. The future yeah. is looking bright now. Like, I mean, it, yeah, this is gonna be that, good. Like, oh man, I can't, I can't wait to like try to sell this to people. <laughs> you know, dude, that's what I'm thinking. Would be amazing, yeah. like if we could literally start getting people on board with this product. Yeah. Oh, 
Like that would be amazing. One hundred percent. So yeah, this this is. And we're setting it up like we have a. We're setting our podcast up for that. Yeah. There's no reason that once we get it working for us really well, mm-hmm. that we can't get it working for other people. Yeah, we're the test environment. That's all. That's we are. Dude, we totally it. are. And so like, who gives a fuck if our podcast actually gets off the ground? All we need is someone else with a successful fucking idea to fucking buy into our service and. Psh, fuck it sky's the limit from there man i mean hell yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no i'm this is like massive motivation for me to get down into illustrator and everything so um hell yeah i'll send you the uh i'll send you everything yeah um i'll probably also send you like like because some of the things will be like we'll just get them from font awesome yeah um, but if you design like what some things that I'll to give you an example of stuff that I really need uh, designs for, um, like this, see this new channel yep. button. Got it. Like we should have a standard. I mean, like this kind of stuff. Like how should the button be designed? Yeah. And even like obviously this is all just a drawing. So if you have any way to better, yeah, that's like I, set this 100%, up. Hundred percent. I see. Then what you're we saying. can implement that yeah. on the web. So one hundred percent. Like send all of these screenshots and the, or pictures of your drawings that you have right here that you've been going over with me. Send them to me on Discord, and then also send me like a like list of. Uh, basic prioritizations right like what you're gonna need first as far as assets um and then i'll start to work those first which will start to like then paint the picture of the overall aesthetic of the website that we're gonna need to aim for at that point right on so because because just to get functional those icons that you have right now are gonna work but at a certain point we're gonna want everything to look congruent and they're gonna kind of stand out at that point right and so i'll go back and design our own podcast button our own analytical button our own drive button and our own like admin control panel I would say as far as icons are concerned, mm-hmm. if it's possible to get them from Font Awesome, that would be better than doing it on our own. Okay, for what reason? It just makes it easier to maintain because the website. Because you don't website. have to host it yourself. Versus, yeah, I don't have, we don't have to manage it. If we can not manage assets, that's better. Okay. But it really is only for this... I'm really only speaking to the point of icons. Right, uh- I'm really not speaking to the point of like other assets. Right. Like like one hundred percent that Solicos right now, all I gotta do is give you like um Oh, that's another thing too, because all you need is like an HTML to where it's held, right? Because I have a whole massive thing like with my Adobe, I have the uh, creative cloud that's gonna have all that. Where it's gonna it where it holds all my yeah, assets. Yeah, this is what we in fact, the entire, I don't, none of the main website is designed. Right. <laughs> so you could definitely, that would probably be the best thing if you can design what the actual website would look like. Yeah. Like I had, uh, I had some ideas as far as, so like, uh, I guess, let, let me go to it. And, and, and I guess another question while you're looking that up, too, is that you'll be able to redirect this to solecoast.com, right? I thought once I get that domain outside of Squarespace. 
Yeah, the domain we can definitely. This could be solikehost.com. Right. Yeah, so you you just have it sure, built yeah. here, and then it just like you just take you'll basically take solikehost.com and redirect it here, or vice versa, or whatnot, right? Yeah, you would do, you would have to do that. So you would whoever you host your uh, domain with. Right now, it's Squarespace, right? Yeah, but I think you, it, like Squarespace is a like basic middleman, and I. Th- think it's actually hosted through two cows does that sound familiar like tu not familiar to me but it i get what you're saying so you would you would want to go to whoever the hosting provider Mm -hmm. is and basically all you do is you say i want this domain to point to this ip address and right now it's set obviously to squarespace's ip address Mm -hmm. yeah but we would just change that to my ip address And then it would be good to go. Nice. Okay. Well, but those are bridges to cross way down the road. So. Yeah. Once it's ready, we can definitely do that. Sweet man. Well, that's this has been productive. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to go over? No. Nah, this is pretty much it. Sweet man. Well, that wraps it up, and uh, we'll send you all out with uh, this right here. I would like to thank you guys for listening to this episode, and I appreciate everything that you're doing to support us here in the Garden of the Mind. And if you're interested in what's happening in Solecoast Media Land, you can head on over to www.solecoast.com. That's S-O-L-Y-K-O-S dot com. Once again, www.solecoast.com. And for our day-to-day happenings, you can... Follow us at our Instagram page at Solykos, S-O-L-Y-K-O-S. And for the podcast happenings, you can follow the Instagram page at garden.of.the.mind. And if you really want to support us at the website that I just mentioned, there is a donate link, and you can click that and help us out with getting funding for everything that we need to set up interviews and all that fun stuff for all the future things to grow in the garden of the mind. And we'll just keep on trucking and eventually we'll get all this shit here in the garden to grow. How are you going to be standing, Dean? Are you going to be standing or sitting? Do you have a chair? No. No, that doesn't make noise. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be sitting on the floor on the pillow. Was it that chair that was doing the squeaks? In that audio clip at the end? Yeah. yeah. It was me. I was tired as fuck. It was when I was doing something. So you're gonna, I'm going to sound like I'm off in the distance yelling at you. All right, let's see. All right, you there? I am back. Or, I never left, so yeah, yeah, I'm still here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right on.
audio logs and I'm sitting here with my dog cause it's the audio logs Garden of the Mind audio logs for March 26th 2020 audio log 4 8 048, actually. I'm gonna just get that again. I don't want to. Nope, we're done. Nope, we're done. <laughs> no, that was good. That was great. <laughs> that was good. Alright. It's gonna be a double duty. <laughs> <laughs> My cliche booper reel. Yeah, we don't need any of the. Oh, I do at the end of all of my episodes. Oh, gosh. The views and ideas presented in this podcast are meant for general informational purposes only. These do not represent the views and ideas of Solid Coast Media and should not be considered professional advice at all. Please consult medical professionals. Garden of the Mind and Solid Coast Media disclaim any liability from damages that occurred from taking this advice.